Hey guys, it's Jarrett at Bombs Away asking you to join us on October 25th for our second live show, Death Spa. We'll be at our home, the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana, as we host the theater's first Halloween costume party. We screen the movie and then riff on it all in one live event. We've got smoothie juice bars, boozy smoothie juice bars, that is, photo opportunities, drinking games, drinking games with the smoothie boozy juice bars, and so much more. They've got killer workouts, flying shower tiles, and an ending you will not see coming. For more information, go to www.thefreedacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. That's www.thefreedacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. Come sweat it out with us at Death Spa, October 25th. Any taglines? Any taglines that bite? Oh, they bite. <laughs> Hard. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a vampire who hasn't scored in 400 years. Tonight's the night. But the movie doesn't take place over a night. Nope. <laughs> nope, it really doesn't. Misleading I guess It's a tagline for the last half of the movie. Yeah, the last third. <laughs> but it's, it, it's it's also a tagline that really emphasizes on something that the movie doesn't seem to want to emphasize on more than the beginning. Yeah, like it's not really about his virginity. It, yeah, because even the summary is like he's not a virgin or he's a virgin and he's trying to change that. And I was like, they don't even talk about that in the movie. Yeah. Like I'm sure he has to wait 22 years every time. Like I'm sure he found someone during this point of view. reflection is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the second, rock and roll comedy with a bite. Ooh, there's your bite. There's the bite. It yeah. bites. Yeah, it totally does. It bites. It bites hard. With a budget of $1.5 million and no reported gross, and probably the smallest amount of rundown that I've ever had, because this... The only thing that happens in this movie is one little person in a bubble bath, nine musical sequences, and one man-bat puppet. That's it. All right. With a 5.4 on IMDb, it's 1990s. Dracula. Let's drop some bombs. Take a moment and reflect. Reflect! Get it? Mirror, reflect! Just forget you ever saw me, okay? Because the next thing you know, we're going to go out on a date, we're going to fall in love, and then some crazy pirate's going to peg you with a handball. So what's your game, Lil' Rep? Game? Yeah, what do you do? I'm a vampire. 
that's right. Forget it. Just forget the fact that we are the oldest living virgins walking the planet. When I'm the vampire. And I'm the bride of Frankenstein. You might say I have a, a stake in what happens to you. I mean, I think Rockula's going to take off like a bat out of hell. The world is full of blood sucking. I'm back! Welcome to Bonds Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me inside the studio, as always, is... I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I give up. Because, like, there were multiple points throughout this film where I was like, that'd be a great opener. Oh, that's a good one, too. And then I just got here and I was like, oh, I should have written those down. Oh, so I just one of those things for I'm you. Jared Seifert. <laughs> there it is. And that was the whole intro. That I meant to do all of the that. The co-host who yeah. should write his own jokes down. Jared Seifert. The co-host that thinks he's got it all, but he actually has nothing. <laughs> oh. Bum, 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 I got bum. I I I just want to dive into this one today. There's no Yeah. There's no antidote beforehand. Tony Basil's in it. <laughs> okay. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> is not. Uh, no, no. It's Her not. Oh, Mickey. It's oh, not. Mickey, you're so fun. You're so fun. You blow my mind. Not this movie. Tony's pretty attractive in this film. Oh, they're both very good looking leads. Oh, yes. Uh, so, I want to, I want to start this off by asking you... A very serious question about this film. When you no, I didn't masturbate to it. Oh, thought about it. Oh yeah, he's hot. <laughs> I kind of thought about he's it. He's a hot too. vampire. <laughs> With uh, yeah, both both female leads. I was like the mom, the mom yeah. and and Mona. I was not like, the sister though. Oh, that's yeah. there for five seconds and then forgotten about. Sister? Yeah, she's in the bathtub. The what? That's not his mom. What? Yo, wasn't no, that that's his, his mom. No, no. It's, no, it's not his sister. No. Well, then he, he calls her his sister. He does in order to like protect his mom like for some reason. Okay. Oh, hold I guess. On. Okay. Yeah. No, no. We'll get there. But no, it is. That's definitely his mom. Um, But my question to you was when you when we sat down and watched this trailer the other day, what did you think? Like expectations, expectations versus reality on this. I knew I was in for something fun mm-hmm. and I still got it. Yeah. I loved it. Whoa. Yeah. Like there were parts where I was like, oh God. And then there were parts where I was like, okay. I. And then there are parts where I just uh, blinked. I actually expected more on the goofy insanity side of it all. I think it delivered on that. I I don't know. I thought I thought it I actually thought it was going to be funnier. Okay. Right? Yeah, like, I can see that. I thought the jokes were going to be punchier. I thought it was going to be like a lot of puns and stuff like that. Yeah. And I I personally felt uh I feel like we're jumping to the end of our show here with that, but like I I I have to say that while watching this the the trailer was way more fun. It was like and I was like, yeah, okay. And then none of the songs are memorable. Like yeah, nothing. They're really not. The jokes are not. Uh, they do not stick. And I just I 
I I left this experience going, what the hell did I just watch? Mm. So, I guess let's take people on that journey. Yeah. Shall we? Um, <laughs> the movie opens up with a very stereotypical, like, 90s, uh, late 80s, like, animated uh, sequence, which kind of hints towards some of the things that you may or may not see in this film. It's like Dracula on a cake. <laughs> like, and, uh, no, it's like a cuckoo clock as well. Like, it's just yeah. all animated sequence. Um, and then we have him playing the organ. He's playing, he's practicing the organ, and he just... I guess is messing up too much. So he starts doing chopsticks and then he's not doing that right. And I was like, it's okay, buddy. I don't know how to do it either. That's how I felt about that. I can't play piano. I can't. No, no, I can play piano. Just like chopsticks. I I was like, I can't remember how that goes. No, no. We all know how it's supposed to go. Right, but exactly how he played it is how you know we've all been like, look, I can do it. Beam, 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 bram, bram, yeah. bram. Oh man, I'm off. Ah, uh, no. Right, and then, okay, this is where like it immediately just goes off the rails for me. Of like, just uh, so this is a movie. This is a vampire movie. Who's like, what if we threw away everything that makes a vampire a vampire? Right. Yeah, because they even don't really focus on the whole blood drinking part. Yeah, he's like, I don't like to drink. I Well, he's like, he, he goes, I don't like to bite people in the neck. I don't like the sight of blood, right? Yeah. He He's a vampire who gets all his blood delivered via a blood bank, which I didn't know blood banks delivered blood like to, to your doorstep. Nice, like, there's a nice deal set up. <laughs> Just what, for, yeah. for people who are anemic? Yeah. <laughs> like, They're like, here you go. Take they, your blood. They They deliver blood to his door like... Like milk. Yes. In, in like, the milk, like, for carrying tray, you know? Yeah. Um, and and this is... I don't know how much... Because as we go along, there's going to be things that's going to back up this question. But right in the, the, the beginning of this is, like, do we in this film live in a world in which people... No vampires exist? I don't know, because even, like, whenever they talk about it, like, him and his girlfriend or whatever, they're, she's, like, surprised. She's surprised. But then but other then people are like, okay, cool. His friends at yeah. the bar, who's also in his band, are just like, mm-hmm, this is real life. Yeah. Right? And then you got the blood bank delivery thing, but then he's clearly walking around with fangs his whole life yeah and nobody is addressing it or his mom i can't i don't understand yeah and this is the kind of stuff where i was confused because as much as i think the end result of this film is for us to go oh this is nonsensical and fun right but then I sit there and the opposite side of me is like, no, you created an established rules and a world in which I'm supposed to at least try to make sense of. And I yeah. can't make sense of it at all. Right. So right out the bat, he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. God damn it. I know. Um, right. Right. 
right out the gate. <laughs> I was waiting for a werewolf to show up in the film too. Oh, that would have been great, actually. Um, yeah, because that's another thing is like with the music and like I said, nine musical sequences actually like 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 a musical. Yeah, this is right. Um, that was you, one you thing I was surprised about. It to it, be more Disney-fied. It actually. legit is kind of a musical. Yeah, it's in the same vein. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm like blood. I'm I'm giving you load hanging fruit like left and right load hanging load low hanging there it is hanging. yeah yeah load hanging load hanging <laughs> you can hang a lot on these um so yeah no but it's in the same vein as um as like Earth Girls are easy yeah yeah that where it's like here's a movie but like every once in a while they break out in the song but they don't break out into song they just like transition over to a music video and then come back <laughs> right but don't tell you it's a music video yeah. until the next scene um okay they're like great song okay but right in the beginning here he walks up into a mirror and he has a reflection and this after re- it's been established that his mom does not have a, fle- a reflection right and he's like, how do you do your makeup? She's like, yeah, it's a practice, honey. Yeah. And, okay, so, oh, God. This is one of the most confusing things for me. Okay, so Ralph is our lead character. He's 400 years old, um, somewhere in the mid-16th Wait, century. Wait, Tony Basil was his mom? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I thought she was Mona. No, 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 no. That makes more sense. Yeah. Uh. So, Dean Cameron, which most people would probably know as Chainsaw from uh, Summer School. He was one of the two kids in Summer School who uh, loved, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and showed uh, all the kids that film and, like, special effects. And, like, that was a great movie. He's also known from Ski School. And then anybody who had seen Ski School knows that uh, Sonny, when they did their ski uh, episode last season uh, used him and put him in oh. the film. Uh, he looks real rough nowadays, right? But uh, you found him extremely handsome. He was. He's good looking. <laughs> I liked his eyebrows. I loved his eyebrows. Um, so this is our lead, and I mean, he is likable. He's extremely likable, but it doesn't save the film at yeah. all because it's it it, it it's something. Right in, right here, this is, for me, like, I get it, the rest of it, he's a reluctant vampire, let's put it that way, you know, he doesn't want to drink blood, he doesn't, um, he doesn't want to do any of the vampire-esque stuff, even his mom likes to go out and apparently hunt for men, you know, um, he's like, she's like, oh, I have a date, and he's like, oh, you know, what's he like, she goes, I don't know yet, but he'll, you know, like basically being like, I'm gonna go out and hunt, yeah. hunt a man, you know. Um, he doesn't want to do any of that, right? And you're like, okay, he's a reluctant vampire. But then he's like, oh, guess what? He talks to himself in the mirror. It's his own reflection, and it's like a it's, different person. It's like a Tyler Durden. Yeah. Right. It's like the vampire he wants to be. I guess. The vampire he should be. Something. And it's like his reflection is trapped there because he never, like, consummated the vampire-ness, I guess. <laughs> I don't know! He never had okay. sex after he became a vampire. Because this is this is confusing because we, you 
part of you is like... He says it's a curse, but then it's also established that it's his mom that's been... Whoops. That's the end of the movie. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. So God, no, try not to. No, do it's that, confusing. But, man. It's so confusing because all right, he's talking to his reflection. He's not even supposed to have a reflection, right? So part of us, but he also is like, I love cooking with garlic. I told oh, this cross. It's from the 18th century. I I put on sunblock so I'm able to go outside yeah. in the sun. But right? it also kind of burns him, so he can't fly five feet. I don't, I don't know. think that's what happened there. I thought. I think that was him trying to turn back, turn into that stupid oh, yeah. fucking Batman. <laughs> and uh, but we'll get there too. See, but these are all these things. But the the reflection is what is the most confusing because it apparently is real and comes on to the other side by the end. Yeah, and come. Uh, okay, I thought that was the setup for like Rockula too. Too much rock. <laughs> that would be a good movie and it's like that's his arch nemesis and it's his evil ver- twin yeah <laughs> but Rock- it's Christmas thing so it's like Rockula around the Christmas tree Rock Tula yeah <laughs> Rock to the bone oh no some stupid like that yeah <laughs> Rockula 2 blood drive and it's all like them like in cars <laughs> the mummy's curse no the mommy's curse yeah you know, some <laughs> like she can't stop sleeping with everyone. Oh God, we're <laughs> doing dances in the living room. Um, nobody knows what we're talking about, by yeah. the way. Because, but all right, first I say watch it. <laughs> well, first you should know. Um, if you have Amazon Prime, it's free on Amazon Prime right now. And if you've Go got ahead. YouTube, we're not because you can watch it on YouTube. Because there's really no way. For you guys to really follow this one with us. Yeah. Like, without... Uh, so, this is the first in a while. It's a very basic plot line. Yeah. This is this is the first movie in a while that I'm going to preface and say, if you have the time, you have the opportunity, stop this episode, watch it, so that you can understand what we're talking yeah. about. Because I can't... I don't even know how to really <laughs> get into this i thought yeah. i would and now i'm just like i well, don't know we'll go by the <laughs> scenes i or try from to. the bullet points that yeah. we have here well right? so right. yeah so he, now he the curse is established by him in a bar with I, his friends i wrote here somehow okay so he's sitting at a bar with his friend who i still don't have a name for him there's <laughs> it's like surfer guy Silver guy with a mustache. Bowl cut Betty. Yeah. <coughs> and bass player black guy. And actual and Bo and Bo Diddley. Yeah, Bo Diddley. Actual Bo Diddley. Oh, Chuck the bartender is the lady. Susan Tyrell. Right. Which I think is a character in Game of Thrones as well. Susan Tyrell. No, I just or, know there's the Tyrell people in oh, or I, something. I, I don't watch meant, Game of Thrones that well. I'm Chuck the bartender <laughs> from the land of bartenders. I'm Chuck the bartender <laughs> with the house of Tyrell. Who wants a drink? Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta watch Game I, of Thrones. We have Sunday we have night. no idea what, yeah. <laughs> what that is. Everyone's <laughs> dead, but there's a whole new cast, and it happened three episodes ago. What? Sleep with John Slow. Yeah. <laughs> she's not dead. She's a child on the run. 
I don't know. I have a dragon on my shoulder. (laughs) It's very confusing. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so he's, like, describing. Just like this. (laughs) He's, like, he's telling them, like, as he's telling them, like, about this curse, like, everyone's kind of, like, you mean it's like re-summing yeah. it up in to, like, just using different with words, it. right? Like, and I wrote down somehow, even with the entire plot device spelled out for me by two different people at the exact same time, I'm more confused yeah. as to what well, this it's like, is. He found this girl and he loved her, but she was dating a pirate, right? Yeah, yeah, we're not joking. Folks. There it is. Okay, so this is in the what did he say 17th century no he thought 16th, 16th or something yeah. yeah like is a joke that they say cuz just to like really drive it home just to make sure that you understand that none of these yeah. jokes are landing so then she, the, he got in a fight with her pirate boyfriend mm-hmm. and they were fighting but then he had a ham bone okay so the pirate yeah the boyfriend pirate got a ham bone. had a rhinestone peg leg, peg leg yeah. and a ham bone bone so it's like a paleo diet version of Siegfried and Roy. Sure. I don't know. Wait, who's the who's the really gay piano player? Huh? What? Oh, oh, Liberace. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's Pirate Liberace, which kind of is just Liberace. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> Liberace murdered her. Yeah, okay. We're there. We got it. Ar <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, matey. Yeah, <laughs> but like he, the pirate boyfriend with the ham bone and the rhinestone peg leg was fighting with the vampire. We're not making this shit up. Either. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like they were like, "Let's go outlandish," and then they were like, "Oh shit, we have to follow through with this." It's literally how yeah. it gets to the end of the movie. Yeah. But then like they're fighting, and he, the pirate, accidentally kills Mona. Yes, and because Mona is of the this, girl that he is in love with, and she is indeed in love with him too. Yeah, but was dating the pirate at the time. But it, they fell in love, or something. because of this, it set a curse into motion that every twenty-two years, Mona's reborn, and then by the time she gets to twenty-two, they fall in love, and then she dies on Halloween night, or she gets killed by the pirate on Halloween night. But that's also weird. How is she being re- reborn? Okay, that was okay. When the mom is actually setting it all up, because uh, I'm not even. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but that's the thing. Like, well, you, you're right. You're yeah, already spoiler. I but, know. but the point being is that, like, um, that still, as credits rolled, that was the final thing that I wrote. Is like, wait, how does she reincarnate every 22 years? Yeah. And like, also, how does he keep finding her? It just happens. Okay, so basically what he's saying here at the bar is that um, it's been about 400 years of this same cycle, which he's now in like the 14th and a half version of the cycle. And I'm like, it's not a half. It's like 14 and almost 15. Yeah, like a couple days away from 15. Right. Which is a reflection even is like, yeah, what are we on now? 15. And I'm like, get. Guys, math. Yeah. Just math, right? So, apparently, he's just really bad at, like, I don't know, Fucking. avoiding the pirate part of this story? Yeah. Well, he's not bad at it. I'm just going to keep spoiling the ending. Yeah, I know. Well, okay. Well, okay. But so also, he like, explains this but whole that's thing what I mean. to his he's friends. Also, like, yeah. He's also bad at... Like avoiding the final confrontation, yeah, right. But 
like how could you not at some point being like listen here's the deal like and we're gonna go live somewhere else like, well, like I, he, I don't know i know what. he's tried that before but like he said like oh but it scared her off like that whole thing yeah well okay so he explains the situation to his friends and they're like that's pretty weird then he's like okay i'm gonna go take a walk Yep. Yep. And he gets hit by a car, but he's fine. Mm-hmm. And this girl's like, blah, 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 like complaining. And it and turns out Mona. that's Mona. Yeah. yeah. Right. So then we flash over to Mona's movie, and she is a musician, and she's got Daria as Mona's her best friend. Movie. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. And then um, it also kind of looks like uh, Natalia, Natalia Kills, which is a, a musician that was then like shat on because the producers of some X Factor Europe show made her make an ass of herself uh-huh. to get media buzz, but then she had to like entirely cancel her music career. Really bad. Willy Wonka. Okay. <laughs> oh, you mean her, her friend from like Ghost World. Yeah, exactly. Ghost World <laughs> or like. uh Tim Burton's Daria. Willy Wonka, Daria. <laughs> it's like a blend of but all of those. But also wears yeah. like run DMC hats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Like, so, but I didn't know who she was in yeah. relation. Kind of her manager, but also has her own like music her career. Friend manager, but she then likes to the funeral sing guy's the with manager. Three children backup dancers. Because they point. hired three children for the movie and had to use them every opportunity <laughs> they got. Those kids. Oh, we'll get get to them in a second the homeless kids not really a second but we'll get there yeah. so um yes all that's happening meanwhile there is a fompish guy named stanley who in my opinion just hasn't come out of the closet yet yeah and because he um, wants to spend eternity with a girl and the solution is not the solution for spending it <laughs> nope with a girl. uh he runs a business called Stanley's Death, Death Park, Park, which is the weirdest term, like name for uh, selling casket coffins. selling. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What is Stanley's Death Park? Are there rides? And is it haunted mansion? Yeah, it's <laughs> like a what? Terrible commercial. Yeah, and he's he always talks like this. No, that's Australian. He's British, and he's always going on about something. Like, it's always excitable yeah. talking, yeah. and he's got really bad hair that he kind of put into, like, a baby ponytail. Mm-hmm. Like a low pony. He looks like, um, who, who uh, damn it. He, you know what, I'm gonna, I've, I've lost it, sorry. He kind of looks like a super-duper young Andy Warhol, if Andy Warhol sucks. Sure, Andy, yeah. Um, I was gonna say, it's, um... He was just recently on Saturday Night Live, and he just left, and he's married to uh, uh, the person who plays Maria Hill in the Avengers movies, uh, I don't and know. also on How I Met Your Mother. Uh, damn it. I don't know. I don't know. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, great. I'm not going to cut that out. Yep. <laughs> right? Um but he looks he, he he yeah he Andy Warhol is a very good example. It's like this bleach blondish hair. He's wearing like uh, uh, those circular like '60s style like rose colored glasses, and he drives around the monsters vehicle. Yeah, like the actual monsters vehicle for. I guess why because he sells purposes. caskets. Yeah, but I don't understand. But it's not funny. I don't understand why this is his. 
job or what he does yeah. in this movie either because it doesn't really relate to well he keeps being like ooh I'm making a commercial and I guess he's like a video editor on the side or something and Maybe. makes his own commercials and he was trying to make the video for what's her butt well I think you hit the nail on the head when you said now we move over to Mona's movie because I feel like every single character is in their own movie yeah. doing their own thing and then they just are going to meet in the middle somewhere at the end because yeah he's got this casket selling business that doesn't really apply to anything yeah. right well it also seems like the movie had two week of a plot so they gave every single character in this movie their own like extreme character thing to yep. the point where even side characters are like they have their own yeah like full on character development but we only got like a part. sentence Okay, so uh, Ralph goes home, um, and his mother is in a bathtub with the little person actor Ronnie Cox. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Cox is just in this movie right here, right now. That's it. And she tells him to follow the treasure trail, which I was like, uh. So Ronnie Cox is basically doing the exact same thing he did in the beginning of Me, Myself, and Irene. Just sleeping with somebody and being like, yeah, you're going to get this big black midget dick, right? Yeah. And then that's it. (laughs) Like, not even, not an exaggeration, not using, like, bad slur phrases to describe somebody. That's literally what he's doing, right? His character name is Big Al. (laughs) And he's in a bubble bath with uh, Ralph's vampire mom. And you're right. She she's basically is giving telling him a euphemism to go down in the bubble bath and eat her out. <laughs> yeah. And he introduces Ralph, who's watching this play out. It like introduces himself as her brother, and then Big Al's like, "And what do you do?" And immediately he's like, "I'm a vampire." And then Big Al laughs his ass off about it, and then the scene's over. Yeah. And this is another one of those things where I'm like, do we live in a world where vampires do exist, and he's laughing at him because he's like, you a vampire? Or is this just some weird world where, like, he openly keeps admitting it to people, and nobody, everybody's like, you're just a weirdo with sharp teeth. But that's the other thing is, like, nobody addresses the sharp teeth until he addresses the sharp yeah. teeth. Right? You know, like, I've met – my cousin has bigger teeth. Right. That was – yeah, that was a weird thing. She was like, I used to have a classmate that had bigger teeth than yeah. that. And I'm like, did you? But you should get Jesus. him filed down. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she should chew on one of those, like, rabbit <laughs> sticks to file down the teeth then because that's a problem. Yeah. Um. So now we move on to um, Mona is in a nightclub called Club Hell. <laughs> is this before or after he's decided that he's got to find Mona again? Um, well, he, I mean, I figured it was uh, since we're working with like four characters. Well, is this here. when she's singing behind the bars? Right, he did. So before that, then okay, yeah. What, what he like? Got? He talks to himself, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta find Mona." Like, oh, and he's like, "You're gonna go thing? out during the day," and he's like, "I've got protection," and it's like yeah. a bottle of like, not even a bottle of like F- SPF. It, just says it looks sun like a bottle of block, but it looks like suntan lotion because it's more liquidy. 
which yeah. is usually like what tan and bronzer yeah. stuff is. Which I was like, uh oh. Yeah. And then he like tries flying out the window, but like he just falls on his face in the front yard. And you don't know why. Yeah. Right. And this is what we were referencing is that you thought that like he went outside and because he's like, like ah, 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 and you hear him screaming for like five seconds. Right. And then he hits the ground. I think he tried to do his bat morphing because <laughs> he was like, like, I'll just fly. Yeah. Right. And I think he tried to do his bat morphing again, which he says that he always can't really properly pull off. Because he hasn't done it in a while. Right. Um, I think he tried, failed, and fell to the ground. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Right. But they didn't want to do that reveal yet. And then there's – so then there's a whole, like, music montage of him trying to find, like, talking to people that look like rocker people, look like, going to clubs. And the song that's playing is like, where are you, Mona? I can't find you, Mona. Yeah. Mona, where are you? Because there's a a song in this called Hey, Rockula, and this song that you're referring to is called Hey, Mona. Oh. Yeah. It's gross. I'll just play it. Here. Hold on. You know, it's, come over. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Not strong. But lyrics. also, we're playing a song, yet I don't think he even knows her name yet. Yeah. No, he, could, he doesn't. No, know but her, her name. name is always Mona. Okay. It's constantly been Mona because he says Mona and she goes, sense. I didn't tell you my name. And he's like, Oh, that's right. You didn't. Bye. So, what is she? Is she a zombie? What is she? I don't know, but she had like a king dad at one point. Like I know there's a there's a line where he's like, "I'm a vampire," and she goes, "Yeah, sure," and I'm the bride of Frankenstein, and yeah. I'm like, "Are you right? <laughs> you know, is that what this is? You know?" But then that would there's it doesn't make any sense what she is, and it doesn't make any sense that our villain is a modern day version of a pirate. Well, he's not. But though. he's not. Right. But the, like he was he's basically uh, picked right, and selected. Hold on, hold you know. On. All right. Yeah. Uh, so he goes around. I'm so and then, angry at this. I can't believe you enjoyed this. I did. <laughs> Parts, bits and pieces. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Then he goes to Club Hell because he finds out Mona's playing there and she's like singing behind some bars. I don't remember what she's singing, but it's like supposed to be like she's oh, in a cave in a cage. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's uh, Tear Me Loose. That's not what you want to happen in bed. Yeah. Tear me loose. Well, because I thought I, I thought for a while the lyrics are tie me loose. Right. And I was like, doesn't make any sense. I want to be able to escape. It's it tear me loose. Weird, right. Tear me loose. Um, uh, here. Go in dry and rip me open so um, I'll be loose. I'm just going to play every song yeah. as we go through it. Okay. <laughs> 
So this is a song that she's doing as she's writhing up against these like bars. Meanwhile, okay, so Club Hell seems to have an extremely elaborate set design per band. Yeah. That But it also has like the most diverse crowd. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's anyone guys can in be construction found construction worker Hell. hats. Yeah. There is cowboys. There is just what? I was waiting for you to just name the other Indians band and members. There's police officers. Yeah. <laughs> like, young man. Young man. What are you scatting? When I don't know words, I just scat it through it. How do you not? You are the worst Young man. Because that's not their popular song. Why? Go. Do. Did you just say that YMCA is not their most oh, popular that is song? The, I, well, okay, what was I thinking of? You then? probably were thinking of In the Navy? No, their other one. Which, to me, feels like the more gay song, by the way. Well, I mean, it's a different kind of gay song. <laughs> what, the Navy? Dun, 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 dun. It's fun to stay at the... Yeah. Yeah, see, I got that part. Yeah. What? So what song did you think? I don't know. I was thinking of some song. Okay. This is not the YMCA podcast. No, Jeez. I know. <laughs> Every day we take you through another yeah. second in the YMCA. Yeah. Listen to that note. Woo! Isn't that weird? There are podcasts out there that'll take you through like one minute of a movie, like the same movie, one episode a week, one minute a week. That's weird, right? It's a lot easier on their homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? But also like... And they can do a lot of episodes in a single day. Yeah. I mean, I, to me, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you can get 90 niche. episodes out of one movie yeah. if it's a 90-minute movie, right? Like, that's weird. Because, oh, we met somebody that yeah. they, they were the Super Mario Brothers one, yeah. right? I'm like, Jesus. Like, how that movie? How could Yikes. you do that to yourself? I know. Um, the Sorry, guys, if you're still listening out there, like I, it is, it is odd. I find it entertaining to think about. It's how dedication, you guys do it. so but way like, to go! I like if somebody was like, "You're gonna do Rockula," <laughs> like a for minute at a time, episodes. and you're like, "I can't even get through a full song." I can't. I really can't. We'd have to do five minute episodes. But that's another thing is that like this movie, I guess because they wrote all their songs. There's many times where I'm watching these musical sequences and being like, you can fade out and go to the next scene, please. Yeah. 
right? Because it's just like it's a chorus five times over, right? Now, uh, to be fair, uh, Tawny Fair is her name, F E R E, um, extremely beautiful woman, and I feel like I'm like, why? Why haven't I seen her other than this? And it's things like this movie, I think, that just destroyed any chance. Of yeah. It, you know, because I don't I never saw her before this or after this. Yeah. Uh, she's doing her own like she's singing. Oh, you know, so is um, check her out. So is, so is uh, Dean Cameron. Oh, he's singing. Um, everybody's singing their own stuff. Yeah. Right. And I think that's what sucks mostly about this film is that, like, there was an effort to, I mean, like we said, Bo Diddley. I I cannot sit here and think. In his square guitar. Yeah. I can't sit here and and say that rock legend Bo Diddley didn't, like, perform on this soundtrack and... And try to make it good, and I think that maybe the problem is that we tried to write a plot around the idea of being like, we want to sing. Yeah. Right? We want a musical vampire oh, wait, film. That's Glee. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the movie, though, he shows up at her concert. She's writhing, and she, like, they have, like... She even says, why are you stalking me? Yeah. <laughs> they, but they've got, like, eye contact, and she's like, oh, my God, it's him. Right. And then she's talking to her, like, hipster girlfriend. Must be super yeah, dreamy. She's like, I saw him, I swear, there was a moment. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's, like, the meet and greet line, and she sees him, and she's like, oh, what? And he's like... I've got a band. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I have a band. Yeah, I have like, a what's band. What's the name? Name? Okay. Yes, the name. Name. Yeah, what's your guys' name? We're working on Our the name. Our name, we're undecided yet. Like, Yeah, what kind of genre? I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, it's like, at what point are you like, so you're a liar? Yeah. <laughs> and a stalker. Exactly. Uh, but then he goes back to his bar, uh, his local watering hole, <laughs> and uh, his friends help him start a band. In a montage in which, as they're trying to pick a genre, they have already decided to purchase the clothes. Yeah, they got <laughs> all the, the clothes band. and all the instruments, and they're playing a bunch of different stuff. So it's like a mariachi yeah. band, and they have like full costumes for that. And then there's like a, a cowboy, and they're in like full stirrups and everything. And I'm like, this is a huge waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> like, could you imagine if, as you were. As we were trying out, like, what this show was going to be, I just started purchasing, being like, ah, but here's some plants, because we might be a gardening podcast, and here's some, (laughs) yeah, here's some self-help books, go ahead and read all those. the topsoil. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah. That, it's, it's like the trying on clothes montage. But yeah, but that not, makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> this is this, this is doesn't. we have full on costumes at the bar, which means we went out, we purchased all these costumes, and then was like, let's try on the costumes and see if that works before seeing if we have any talent. Meanwhile, also, this movie started off with him, like actually started off, like first thing we saw was him playing an organ, and he never. Plays the keys ever again in this Yeah, film. he goes to singing and rapping. Rapping. Rapula. Right? Yeah. Cause it, so what they end up doing, they come up with Rockula. Right. Because he talks to himself in the mirror and figures it out. And then 
uh, they have their first show. Full stage set. Yeah. Full costumes. Everyone Go-go loves Go-go dancers. Them. Actors that perform bits that relate to the lyrics that he's singing about. We're, that's another thing. I don't know what he does for a living. <laughs> I mean. Vampire. <laughs> yeah, vampire. I am vampire living. <laughs> Not living, technically. I'm sucking the the funds out of your bank yeah. account as I suck your blood. Like, I don't a financial know, vampire. Right? Well, he doesn't suck blood. That's right. Yeah. Um, but he's got all these bits and all this stuff and people are going insane for this right so they're living for it roll rockula song It's a song. I like the rap one better. Well, yeah, that's the crazy part is like, and we'll get to the rap one, but both of these are like somebody being like, hey. The ghost of Rockula is attacking our posters. (laughs) Our posters are falling down in the studio. They're like, we don't want California work labor laws. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, dummy. Um, This is... A, a movie that keeps writing songs for the character to kind of like profess to the world, like and come out as a vampire. Yeah, but everyone's <laughs> like, just like, cool. I guess not really, though. I love like, this like song in which he gets into this character of like what his band is instead of like because if you listen to these lyrics, it's like, hey, I'm a vampire. Yeah, I'm a vampire. I suck blood. You know, <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? And everyone's just like, woo! Right? Party. I'm totally murder people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm really digging this. And people are eating it up. People are running in from both sides of the stage. Security guards are like diving into those people, kicking them off yeah. the stage. People are going fucking insane for Rocky. They're losing it. Right? And then, uh, 
after the concert, they walk down a hallway and like meet all different types of people that are like, "You were great. I want to sign you." Meanwhile, Can you during move your stuff that Rockin' Light concert, the stage? Mona is giving like the hardest fuck me eyes I've ever yeah. seen anybody oh, give yeah. somebody. Like they keep cutting, interchanging between him on stage and her, and like her eyes could jump out of her skull <laughs> and fuck him on stage. That's like. I think her eyes wanted to jump out of her vagina. Let's be real. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because she's a vagina monster. Yeah. We figured it out. <laughs> so then they start dating, I guess. I don't know what happens. Yeah, the rest of the right? movie, like, they start dating. They go on a couple of dates. They get a really bad character drawing of themselves. Like, Oh, yeah, a caricature? Yeah. yeah. Where he has teeth. Yeah. So the caricature artist was like, I see teeth. I'm drawing teeth. Like, nobody is like, what's up with your teeth? Yeah. Like, he even, he wears a retainer in this movie. Yeah, he does. But why? He used to have jacked up vampire teeth, I guess. I, if, if he wore a retainer that, like, disguised the teeth. Yeah. That would have made more sense. I get it. Right? Because, and this is where my biggest problems are, is that I would have rather it had been like, hey, I'm a vampire who just wants to be a normal boy. Yeah. Right? I don't want this curse. I don't want any of these problems. I literally just want to fall in love with the girl that I love. Right? And Because, like, he does address in the beginning of the film being like, I'm still a virgin. Right? Yeah. But then that goes away. Like, that's not his care. It's more – like, he doesn't give a shit about being de-virginized. Yeah. He cares – well, his, his reflection does, like, when they go on their first date. He's like – you get that poo nanny? He oh, says. Yeah, he says a like, lot Jesus. of like very vulgar words right? for like fucking. Yeah, you get that strange. You get that poo nanny. I was like, one, she's not strange. He's been through this like fourteen times yeah. at this point. Um, but also, he yeah, his reflection. But mostly, he doesn't care about that. He cares about he's actually in love with this girl. Like, yeah, or at, like at least in love with the entity of the girl because like yeah. I can't imagine that she comes out the exact same person every time either like well he's got photos of her past lives that she looks exactly the same right but is her personality the same and this is where I was confused Let's too hope. I was like does he die yeah. and come back every 22 years or but then I had to like and that was just a confusion on how they explained it yeah you know no he's the same he looks yeah. the same no matter what Right. We also get like a side cut of Stanley going to a medium that's covering up way too much of her face. So we know that she's actually someone important, which I thought was Chuck the bartender. <laughs> I really did. I, I was just like, couldn't decide which was which. But um, yeah. Yeah. Um, And so then the medium tells she's like, a oh, fortune. you love him, but she loves someone else. But she also might love you. And he's like, OK. And she's like, you should probably kill her. To make her be with you forever. And he's like, I could cryogenically freeze her with one of my caskets and keep her forever. And it's like, oh, dude, that's you're very <laughs> messed up. Yeah. Like mentally, you're that's, fucked. That's where you went right off the bat. Yeah. That's like the, uh, you just accepted someone being like, oh, you should kill her to keep her. And he's like, you know what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's like, what? No. <laughs> And uh, I finally discovered yeah. what a woman's like, even though I'm not interested in yeah. them at all. So the like the psychic is like, you need to make sure that you have a rhinestone peg leg and a ham bone. And he's like, what? And she's like, do it. And he's like, OK. Yeah. So right off the bat, it's 
pretty damn obvious if you hear that that like it's a setup. It it could only be actually <laughs> I'm like wait it could be like it could be four or five different people right but it's clearly a female so you're yeah, like okay like that narrows it people. down to two yeah right um and it's obvious it's the mom yeah it's the mom guys it's the mom right and the reason for it is so blatantly obvious too like she just wanted him to grow up or something I no don't she didn't what. she didn't want him to leave the nest oh yeah it's that it's that mom but thing. like were her they also never explained how they both became vampires but nope. like their mom and son but i was like is it mom like she changed him or is it mom like a mom and son were changed together like they were both attacked by a vampire like she was dating a vampire and he changed her but then she was like change my son too i just came up right? with more story than the actual movie yeah <laughs> yeah no you're right because like it's not like Van Helsing, like yeah. the, the 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 vampire didn't like have babies, like they hatched out of cocoons, and, yeah, like because yeah. um, he basically has stopped aging at twenty two. Yeah, I I'll go with that one. I like that one. They both were changed, you know. Maybe like she was dating like a really hot vampire dude, mm-hmm. and he came over for dinner and had them both, and that was it. Yeah, you know. Um, I'd be fine with that, but they don't even go through with it. You know, yeah. he's not even like when dad left us for, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Elvira just needs like, <laughs> like anything, 20 really. more minutes of explanation, 20 minutes less of music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, they, yeah, they go on their dates and they start finishing up a date. And he like drops her off at her door and they're like, man, it's raining. And she's like the raining stop. And wait, all of a sudden, no, oh, wait. you're skipping ahead. What happened next? Rap- Rapula? So, Rapula happens okay. next. <laughs> so for some reason, he's like, I'm not Rapula anymore. Yeah. I'm Rapula. And I'm going to wear some biker pants. Not biker, but like bicyclist. Like leggings with yes. underwear on the outside and a fake big old penis. Yeah, he's like wind. <laughs> it's like windbreaker <laughs> like onesie. And he's like. They love my rock, but they love my cock. Like, and he grabs like this fake penis in his pants. But yeah. I was sitting there like, man, I hope that's the real and one. And him and all the band members are wearing more fake gold than Mr. T. Yeah. Right? Like you said, he's got the Mildly offensive. On. Yeah. Wait, well, here it is. Yo, 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 Holmes. What's up? What's up? Oh, not much. You know, I've just been hanging with Yolanda and D. Kick it! Whoa. How's that? Whoa, that's some kick. Jeez, what a weird guy. There was this girl named Mina. She wanted Moina. She was singing back for Ike and Tina. I liked her bangs. She liked my fangs. So we decided to do the crazy Rapula thing. Now her father didn't like it, so we called me a pig. I said, Dr. Van Helsing, here's something you'll dig. We can sing Kumbaya around the campfire. Are you the DJ? No, I'm the vampire. I said I'm the vampire. I love that penis line. <laughs> uh, I just, I don't understand 
Like, he got it. He got the girl as Rockula. Yeah. Right? But then he was like, well, music career isn't a bad idea. Well, this movie took, like, four years to make, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And they were like, well, rap, you know, it's the 90s now. We got to go to Rapula. And, I mean, Rapula doesn't work as well as a pun either. Yeah. Like, Rockula, because of Kula, Dracula. I mean, both of them kind of don't work. Well, Kula, it's the Kula part that works. I kind of still like Rapula. You can still get to it. Rapula? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So then... Well, he got to it. Yeah, (laughs) right. um, Just right off the bat. But I'm like, wait a minute. So where's all this talent coming from, too? Yeah. Like, it's 400 years. You haven't done anything. Like, what was... I I, I, want to know... A world in which, like, 22 years, like, if what if he didn't succeed at the end of this movie? And then he had to, like, go to, like, 2012 next. And then he's like, now I have to be a DJ for EDM. Like, it's just like... <laughs> DJ Eula. DJ... EDM Eula. Oh, Jesus. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think those work. Popula. <laughs> I'm Tiesto. Speaking with Carly Rae Jetson. <laughs> just a, just yeah. a Russian vampire. I'm TSA. I don't know. Like, TSA, you Like the airports. He's, because he's, he, he wants to do this musician <gasps> thing. What? Dragula. I know that's already a thing, but he could just be a drag performer trying to get her. <laughs> Dragula. <laughs> it is a thing already. Um, like but yeah. Uh, so, he's trying real hard. Way hard. And then as he's the song finishes, the entire club has silly string? And they just douse. It's a lot of silly string, <laughs> it's too. Like, it's like everybody got their own canister of silly string like as they walked through the canister. door. It's silly string night. Yeah. At Club Hell. Spray like, when you love it. <laughs> those dressed in cowboy outfits yeah. get two. <laughs> um, yeah, it didn't make any sense. And then, once again, an entire song about being like, um, uh, he's the DJ, I'm the vampire. And yeah. you're like, wait, Keeps what? establishing that he's a vampire. Right? Constantly. Like I told you before, I'm a fucking vampire. <laughs> like, oh, right. God. That's I'm funny. definitely not white. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, um, yeah. It's so weird. And then their second date? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so she loves Rapula just as much as Rapula and decides to go on, like, a full-on second date. And this is where, like, it starts raining and he kisses her goodnight. And when he kisses her, she immediately looks like she just got done shooting heroin and like it's like real on cloud nine uh, like a finger comes out of nowhere and like brushes her lips right and then as she turns back to him just disappeared he like like, walked away and he's like walking down the alleyway and gets hit by a car Mm -hmm. and then they both can't find each other in this homeless camp (laughs) they're singing okay they are singing at the top of their lungs around a bunch of homeless people getting warm in like dumpster fires, yeah. <laughs> trash can fires. And then as she's singing, like 
three homeless children children steal her away from him. Uh, well, they still haven't. They don't find each other until like the end of this song, right? And she's like the homeless children are like dressing her or combing her hair or something. I wouldn't let them touch me. I don't want fleas. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh yeah, it was like a weird like like Oliver presentation. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also belting out his lyrics like in front of a homeless guy who's like just trying to be warm and is yeah. like get away from me, right? And then they find each other at the end of that song and they're both back at the porch and it seems to have been a dream sequence. It's raining again and she's like, "What was that?" and he's like, "I don't know what you mean." Just kisses her. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't that, know, but kiss me. And then the camera fades out and then it says like Mona's song or something, right? In the dark and deepest shadows, we'll hit from the light of day. thing i can remember from the rest of the movie is a graveyard scene and the final scene okay so i have a couple oh oh her music video is premiering right well that's because that that's a music music video that wasn't the music video yes yeah the whole homeless dumpster fire was just a music video that she shot with him oh yeah well so then she's supposed to go to her music video premiere but um uh, so Rockula's mom is like previously Stan- was like come over to dinner Thursday night and she's like oh my music video is premiering and she's like well come over after and right like, okay so but Rockula doesn't want that to happen because his mom is going to spill the beans right but they do do the music premiere first yeah but right? they don't watch the music video premiere because Stanley premieres a new uh, Death Park commercial yeah, Instead. and she's like, how could you do this? And I'm like, do what? What, steal the attention? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why she's so angry. And it's like a 10-second fight, and then all of a sudden it's like, now they're back at the okay, wait, house. Wait, but Stanley's commercial. I don't get what it. What is happening? There's because like people fighting in the background. There's women in the background in the cemetery behind him fighting for no reason. And at one point, Mona even goes, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Mona's like, hold on, that, what is that? 
Yeah, but nobody's addressing it. Nobody yeah. actually addresses the two people fighting behind him. So I'm like, what is the joke here? Is the joke what's coming out of his mouth and the whole, like, you know, uh, cryogenic uh, thing or yeah. or the uh, audio recorded message? Yeah, the tombstone that will, like, have a pre-recorded message from your loved one before they died or like all these other gimmicks what was it like 25 the roastery oh yeah because people will be like to make them turn in their graves eternally yeah all this dumb stuff the, yeah. the jokes aren't landing but i'm distracted at the same time of two people in the distance in the cemetery fighting and i'm like is that the joke right i don't know but i don't understand that scene so she gets mad at stanley and they go to um uh, Ralph's, you know, Ralph's house. Yeah, where his mom's there, and this weightlifter dude. I don't know. That's her dude for the day, I guess. Uh, she's already over Tony Cox. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's doing everything she can to, like, I don't know, scare her seem, away. Yeah, but also like make it seem normal that they're vampires and like telling extravagant stories and then all of a sudden she decides that after dinner she's going to do a post-dinner show. What is this? Okay, I I I wrote down I said Chiquita banana or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I wrote down that his mom is a performer. Like so, everybody is musically inclined in this film, yeah, right? Because she's I mean, singing you got a lot and of dancing, time. right? Um, she's going to do a burlesque strip tease for them, I guess. And then I wrote, "This is insane," but I can't say that I hate this yeah. dance, this performance. And then I went on to think, like, because this happens so many times, is that that like this song? Here it is. such a long scene and you're like we get it she's dancing mm -hmm. and, and then it just kind of ends well it ends because like the bodybuilder guy like but brushes up against because it's playing on oh, a yeah. on uh one of those like xyla not xylophones but like oh uh, gramophone gramophone thank you right he bunches up against it and she's like no you messed it up so he like dj scratches like, it and then it continues 
for a while. And I couldn't help but like space out and go like, what was the rehearsals and choreography? choreography like on set like yeah what were those days like being like i can't believe i'm doing this fucking song or this movie at what point did everybody in the movie go what are we doing here?" right right like you're in like day five of like an actual choreographer is being like and then you just like twirl around the room and then you get up on this piano and like can you believe the words you're singing it's crazy right and because like I said, everybody performs their own music in this. So the process was somebody wrote the songs. Somebody wrote the music. Then these actors came in. Then they recorded that and was like, yeah, I'm down for this. And then had to then do choreography after they've already recorded. Right? And then actually go through with filming it. Yeah. And at what point did anybody raise their hand and go... What? What are we doing? Right? Because I have to say, like, I know our age difference is what? Seven years? Yeah. Me and you? I can say that this was never on my radar. Oh, I never knew about it till this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah. Never. It does not make any sense. Um, so... After this, I don't – they just they, – they driving home, and he's like, sorry, that was weird. She's like, yeah, you can say that again. The whole night's been weird, yeah. right? And he's like, you know what? Pull over. I'm going to tell you I'm a fucking vampire. <laughs> like he's like upset about it. He's been trying to tell her all night really, right? Uh, because he's pretty much got 24 hours before the curse takes effect again. And yeah. She would die by the hands of a pirate, which at this point – wouldn't you also question being like, um, I haven't seen the pirate yet. Yeah. So maybe it won't happen. Maybe I shouldn't panic. Well, the whole thing I think in his mind is that like Halloween, anyone can dress up as anything. So it could be anyone. Right. It doesn't, it's not actually a pirate anymore. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Look at me. I'm the captain now. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's just Somali pirate shows up. Oh, damn it. How how did you get a rhinestone peg leg? (laughs) Because I'm the captain. Yeah, so he, like, tries convincing her, and she's like, ha, 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 nope. And then he's like, well, here. And he, like, turns into this weird... This is disturbing. Bat midget thing? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll just... We already said midget once. We're just yeah. gonna Bat it. little person. Right? Maybe that's... Maybe it's Tony Cox again. Yeah. I don't know. But it's this disturbing puppet thing that... Uh, I don't know. It's gross either way she's like yikes and she's also like that's gross yeah. right and runs off um this thing i don't know it's like if somebody took a bat and then like morphed it with an ewok and yep um also gave it like a hairy ass that <laughs> an actual giant hairy ass but then put clothes on it in certain portions yeah for no reason and then made it talk <laughs> that's about it yeah. yeah um it is gross it is disturbing um and it's unnecessary in a film that already like 
doesn't want anything to do with him actually being a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> it goes this route. And in a $1.5 million budget, I'm like, oh, this is where it went. This and elaborate stage shows. Yeah. Really? So she runs away and cue like sad montage of like yeah. we both miss wah, each wah, other wah, but like wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and yeah she misses him but she decides to run away yes and she packs her suitcase and gets on a bus but then that bus breaks down and it has nothing to do with anything like it just coincidentally broke down and she drops her suitcase on the ground and it spills open and some weird pervy guy is like, <laughs> right? Accidents, right? Like as he's picking up her panties. And then she also happened to have packed the caricature drawing that they mm-hmm. had. And she's like, oh, as if she forgot she packed this. Right. Right. If you're trying to get away from oh, your problems God, and him, why would you yeah. bring that? Which I guess maybe she wasn't. She yeah. was trying to like run away from it all. Right. Um. So... Meanwhile, like the final Rockula concert is going to happen. I don't know. Like, why does this climax make it seem like it's some big concert? I'm like, it's just we're back at Club Hell. And it's just a Halloween party. Which looks like every other night at Club Hell. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like everybody's dressed for Halloween at all times. And Stanley's there and Mona's supposed to be performing, but they can't find her. And then so the assistant goes on stage to sing her song. But then, oh yeah, this one. <laughs> yeah, and then the beat song. Yeah, <laughs> with the three homeless vagrant yeah. homeless children from that music video. They're actually not homeless, of course. Um, I would have actually loved that they actually were. Right. And they're like, now we'll we have successful yeah. music careers as backup singers. We've in, done uh, it. We've made it. <laughs> in DJ Daria's yeah. like group. I don't know what this is. Yeah, but there they are. Like. Um, and they go on, and as this whole thing's happening, um, behind their performance, Ralph and Mona just walk on stage from opposite sides of the stage, make out, and interrupt the entire performance, and then everybody's like, fuck yeah! Yeah, kissing! <laughs> Yay! Like, what? like, nobody, everybody's cheering as if they know their the, whole the, thing that's yeah, been going exactly. on for them, and they're like, thank God they got back together. And I'm like, I didn't know that anybody knew yeah. the Rockula Mona behind the yeah. scenes. Man, People Magazine just really circulated in the yeah. 90s. So then there's... It's it's somehow just, Stanley. It's just Rockula and Mona with like a tear down it. What's gonna happen? The intense drama you never knew. <laughs> right? They're Did Rockula cheat on yeah. Mona? What to know? Rockula sucks. <laughs> Mona files for divorce. Mona fifteen pounds heavier. Rockula drug habit. <laughs> like <laughs> so stupid. Too many trips to the blood bank yeah. for Rockula. So then Stanley comes out of nowhere and abducts Mona. What? How did this happen? It just does. But he takes her upstairs. Right. Where he he's dressed his... like a pirate. Yeah. He's got all his props. Mm-hmm. And he's got like a cryogenic chamber upstairs set up for her. 
He's like, I just got to kill you, then put it in it. This movie's so goddamn off the rails. I know. That, like, as you described, as you said it, even though we've said it already, you saying, and he has a cryogenic chamber (laughs) (laughs) in a movie called Rockula. Zero sense. Um, I literally think they just wanted, like, a vampire musical, but then they had to, like, wacky kooky fill it out. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow, somewhere. Some way. Someone. Um, tried to make an actual Broadway musical based on vampire, like based on Dracula wanting yeah. to be a normal boy. And it's just this is what happened instead. <laughs> this happened. Um, so he fights Ralph because Ralph comes yeah. up being like, "Get off of my girlfriend." Well, Ralph finds out where they are based on talking to himself in the mirror. Because yes. the mirror image knew where they went, but Ralph didn't know where they went. Right. So I was Which like, muddies that that yeah. line of being like, "Is he talking to himself inside himself, like Tyler Tyler Durden would be, or is the mirror image well, actually real?" The mirror real? image was like boning some chick earlier in the movie. That is so true. I feel like the mirror image actually is a separate person. Yeah. Well, because we'll get there in a second, yeah. because like it is then, I guess, fully established that the mirror image is just in another dimension. Yeah, <laughs> like Trapped. where everything's just reversed. I don't know, right? Yeah, and also like when uh, okay, no, I'm skipping. Hold on. So yes, the mirror image is like I know where she is, and I'll tell you if something I forgot. He's like, why does he tell? I don't know. Oh, he's like, you got to say you're sorry to me for treating me bad. Yeah, what the what? He's like, all right, cool. It's like, you live the cool version of yeah. his life, right? Um, where you're getting laid all the time, and you don't even need to go on stage, I guess. I don't yeah. know. But maybe he does. Who knows? I want to see mirror that world. story. Yeah. <laughs> um, where he's just biting people's neck and actually is a good vampire. Um, he got killed by Buffy. So he fights... Uh, Stanley. Stanley has his ham bone, and Rackula pulled off Stanley's peg leg, or maybe it, oh he, he wasn't never, even like wearing it. He, he was just carrying. It. It. Yeah, um, which just looks like a giant rhinestone dildo. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and, but like that, you could like strap onto your forehead. Yeah, and they're sword fighting with these two props, and then, um. He, like, knocks the rhinestone thing out of his hand, right. and he's like, I've got it. And he just transforms into a bat to spook Stanley, and then Stanley falls in the cryogenic chamber. Wait. Not no. before... His mom shows up? Yes. Yeah. So, um, basically, he's, like, talking shit about his mom or something, or, like, oh, something happens to be, like, he basically brings up his mother, and then his mom... For no real reason, just admits to everything. Yeah. It's just like, I'm sorry. Well, he says something about his mother that's endearing, I guess. But it's not endearing enough to me to remember it right now. But either way, he says that, and she, like, walked into the room at that exact moment, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. The curse is all made up. It was me, you know, But then how does she keep being born? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It does not make sense, and I do not. 
Um, because it it wouldn't yeah. be like the mom wouldn't be recreating a problem for herself that yeah. she'd have to solve. So it's not the mom. So basically, the mom reveals in this moment um, that she is the one convincing dudes to dress up like pirates and kill every Mona that happens every 22 yeah. years. Unless it's like, but also love why every 22 years? Yeah. Like it's just like their age of consent. Kill, <laughs> kill, kill Mona as a child. Every time a new Mona, you yeah. find that a new Mona shows up. Child murder. Or, yeah. I don't. Yeah. You're absolutely right. There is no explanation yeah. of the recreation of Mona. Uh, every 22 years there's no like to the point I'm like but also maybe this is all the fake universe and the other side of the mirror is the real universe yeah, right? I don't know okay but either way uh, Stanley hits Ralph's mom with a hand bone and knocks her out and then Stanley's like, you shouldn't have done that to my mother. Transforms into the bat again, freaks him out. He falls into the cryogenic chamber and gets frozen. And then Mona's like, uh, yeah. I wrote it down. She goes, you know, the second time around, that bat thing was kind of cute. And I was like, oh, no, no, it was not. Still look disgusting. And still. And that's when we see the actual bat ass. Yeah. Um. And when he transforms back into a, a human, even though he's, like, naked as a bat, like, as a human, he puts his clothes back on, which yeah. I was a little upset about. <laughs> I was like, come on. He's got super hairy legs, too. Yeah. Um, And then uh, they drive off in the car, making out, and the mirror image of Ralph... Is somehow locked in a room. He's Yeah, he locked in the green room at the Club Hell, like... And this is where I got confused because I'm like, wait a minute. The mirror image at any other time can just go off and sleep with women and yeah. like pick up. But like now, now he's, he's locked, locked in, in the room? room in the yeah. green room because like, I don't know what, because Ralph doesn't need him anymore. Maybe. And so instead he's like, you know what? Fuck this. And like jumps through the other end of the mirror. And now he's Elvis Rockula. Yeah, and he puts and on a he, concert while the puts credits on a full on roll. concert as Elvis Rockula, the mirror image of Rockula Elvis puts on Elvis <laughs> King Eula Elvis Eula, <laughs> um, and Jack King Eula. That's the movie. Yep. What the what? How did you like this so much? It was just fun. But it's so confusing. Yeah, but... There's still completely unanswered questions. We don't know how she was reanimated. Seriously, guys, if any of you guys did watch this, can you give us some uh, theories? Can you... I want... I want... There's two things I want. Reanimation and explanations on the mirror. Yeah. That's all I really want. Like, I would love some theories on this, guys. Please help us out. Watch Rockula on our YouTube. Um... Try to get it on uh, our Nine Facebook parts. as well. No, no, I'm gonna combine oh. it all into one. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, Nine part stuff. So out of the to cheat YouTube back in the day, <laughs> out of the scale, uh, what do you give it? Out of Jaws, <sighs> I would say Jaws three because like it's not great, but it's just like a 3D film. Fun, do it, whatever. Yeah, it's not 3D. Dracula isn't three or 
Rocula isn't 3D, but like no. whatever, just zone out and have fun. Sure. Jaws 3D. Yeah, I'll go with that. See. Um I if it wasn't for the fact that I need people to help us out with this one, mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell you to watch it. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. Um only because like nothing really happens. Like I yeah. mean it does, but it doesn't. The fact that my rundowns are so small. I mean it's just it's very basic of a film yeah that's it it's an idea film not a fully finished film yes um i'd love to find out some more making of this too so if anybody uh feels compelled to i don't know dive deeper apparently the blu-ray has a making of um but in my experience a lot of bad movies uh that i wind up watching the making of something it's just a bunch of people like praising how hard they worked on something they know is shit. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of actually being like, oh, and then the screenwriter wrote this, and we didn't know what was going on. <laughs> like, at least dog on it. Yeah. Um, I was actually watching uh, the making of Death Spa, which uh, we'll be doing uh, for our next live show. And that was fun because it was a bunch of people being like, we worked really hard. I mean, the result is uh, – but yeah. <laughs> uh, that was interesting, but still didn't give me a lot of new information that I didn't already know. Yeah. So that, that that usually tends to be the uh, problem with these like Blu-ray releases of these bad movies yeah. is that nobody wants to own up and being like, this was shit. I don't know what was going on. And that guy was on coke. Yeah. You know, um, That's all we want. so that's how I felt about it. Jared had a slightly more positive spin on it, <laughs> but some people had a hugely positive response. <laughs> so we asked those people to kick back and give me five. So the first one comes from a Omega-11, written back in 1999, titled... Realistic, in quotations, musical, slash, Rockula's down with the Bo Diddley sound. Is he? I don't know. (laughs) This movie is the only, quote, musical where all the songs are sung in context where they wouldn't seem weird in real life. No. (laughs) False. They all take place as background music or performances in videos and concerts. None of that, quote, the whole world has the same choreographer crap. <laughs> I feel like the, the the movie itself didn't have the same choreographer yeah. per thing. They didn't even have one. Um, that other mus- musicals have. Sure. The wannabe rock star version of Dracula, who is a bit of a departure from reality but I think that's allowed in a vampire story. A pretty entertaining love story with a good soundtrack. I'm comparing it to B-movie standards here. Add all this with seeing Tony Basil, Bo Diddley, and Thomas Dolby perform, and I think the movie is worth watching. Cheesy, good fun for all. Five stars. All right. I don't... At least they loved it. I guess... It's one of those things where it is recognizing that it is indeed a B movie, but it's weird stuff where it's like um they're underselling it 
saying that the wannabe rock star version of Dracula is a bit of a departure from reality. I'm like, or it's uh, not reality at all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mm, no vampire movie is reality. <laughs> I mean, it's the bit of the departure from the twinkly things that we know. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one is written. Um, it's 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 one of those ones that's going to be a bit long, but uh, it's got. Some... Is it worth it? I tried reading it myself, and I was like, well, I know Jonathan will have a hard time with it. Okay. R- written by Merles in December of 2002. Titled, Are You the DJ? No, I'm the Vampire. This is quite simply the single most entertaining and enjoyable vampire movie I have ever seen. I mean, really. Tony Basil singing and dancing her little heart out in a fantastic array of bizarre costumes, corset, and a hula skirt? Dean Cameron dueling with the reincarnation of a pirate? Wrong. With a rhinestone peg leg over a steaming cryogenic chamber? What? Thomas Dolby as a music video producer slash coffin salesman who drives what appears to be a replica of the Dragula car? Susan Tyrell, excuse me, in a cowboy chops and a funny hat playing the fiddle? Bo Diddley? I'm dying here. I really am. In spandex. Uh, I got lost. Sorry. Because he, like, I'm still. There's, like, commas and brackets all over. And I haven't actually paused. Like, it made me seem like I was saying I'm dying here. No, he wrote that. He's dying there. So we'll go back to that. Bo Diddley, I'm dying here. I really am. In spandex with gold records around his neck. This is as good as it gets, my friend. Whether you're looking for cheesy songs, you can hear more or less singing along with the second replay, snorkeling midgets and bubble baths, or, I'm sorry, but I have to say it again, Tony Basil in a corset and a hula skirt. Dean Cameron dressed like Elvis, one-liners, a plenty, intellectual references. What play does Dean Cameron go to see with Tony Farah? The Han, the hands of Egon Scheel? I don't know what I don't this know is. what's happening. Now it's going off. Now the he's rails. having a stroke. Um, I'm <laughs> and he says it. I'm going to combust seriously or love, romance and bat dork. This is one, the one, the one, despite or perhaps because of the fact that this film dates from 1990. It's a concentrated synergy. The total is greater than the sum of its parts or everything that was fun and great about 80s film. Surreal, macabre, bizarre and hilarious. This is a must See for everyone who thinks fondly of the yonder 20th century. Actually, it's just a must-see for everyone. I love this movie so much, I actually go into withdrawal if I don't see it at least every six months. <laughs> Even now, I suffer. Five stars. So many feelings. I'm exhausted by that. Yeah, one. I'm tired. Um, I have to say what... What seems confusing when I read these out loud, something that I haven't actually ever addressed, is when they go into parentheses. 
Yeah. Okay, because, like, I'm trying to somehow, like, read that context. And usually I try to read it in a more sarcastic tone. But then sometimes because the parentheses doesn't, like, they continue their run-on sentence, Mm -hmm. it just seems like I've gone insane. Yeah. And I've just started saying words until somewhere along the line there was a a period. (laughs) So with that being said, I have one more for you. And we're going to get right to the point on this one. Written by Mr. and Mrs. Irvin uh, five months ago. Buy this movie or go to hell. <laughs> five stars. Jeez. <laughs> it's actually it's, very violent. It's the same as Merle's. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's just like, I need to create more accounts. And a follow up. Buy this movie or go to hell. Yeah. I suffer if I. If I don't buy this movie every six months. Um, that's 1990s Wackula, guys. Um, yeah, yeah I is. can't believe I got through it. Um, yeah, that that's about it. Just a uh, gentle but not subtle reminder that live show is coming right up around the corner, guys. So if you're in the Southern California area, please join us for death spa i can promise you if you loved miami connection if you had a blast um you're not gonna want to miss this this is probably probably the most unintentionally hilarious horror movie of the 80s uh actually it's so funny made in 86 87 came out 89 to 90 nobody can really tell and nobody can tell via the set design either yes um it's just crazy, crazy things. Shower tiles flying off of walls. Um, a frozen barracuda attacks somebody off the shelf. Ooh, um, barracuda! Just, just go watch the trailer, guys, and 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 come join us at the Frida Cinema, October twenty fifth. It's a Thursday, I know, um, but we've got to earn our keep here a little bit. Uh, so that we can move over to Fridays or Saturdays, and uh, then you guys can drink your hearts out. Speaking of drink your hearts out, there will be a uh, like a health shake bar that's alcoholic, and uh, plenty of other really fun things, including a drinking game. And I don't know, I've kind of overdid myself and I've gone overboard on this one, but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. We have two special guests. Uh, it's one hell of a night. Uh, please join us. Uh, go to thefreedacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. And you can get all that information or just uh, look us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at bombs away show. And you can always get that information for those live shows and uh, just follow us anyway. Cause we post clips. Uh, I'll, I'll post man bat. Uh, so you can see how horrendous that is if you don't want to actually watch the film like I said go to our YouTube Rockula is going to be on our YouTube as well as um, 976 Evil 2 The Astral Factor from last week is now up on our YouTube and on our Facebook Hmm. Uh, so you can watch that one Uh, we're slowly getting as many things that I guess the world doesn't care if we post yeah. uh, up on the site. So like we're trying to give you it, it, as much free content as possible. Um, but we're already giving you plenty of free content with this show. So uh, 
let us know how you feel about that. Let us sound off to us. Uh, write comments. Uh, thank you to our frequent commenters, uh, such as Peyton and Kelsey out there. Um, you really do make a difference um, and brighten up our days. Because some days it's like, I don't know if anybody listened to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just because you guys aren't reaching out. Just talk to us. Um, it really does inspire us. And some some weeks, let's be honest, keeps us going, you know. So um, uh, thank you to Katie as well. I know Katie's out there uh, trying trying her best to comment when she can. So uh, hopefully we can hear from some new voices, new people. Uh, we're also taking suggestions, guys. Like it's kind of hard sometimes to – come up with four movies that we think you guys are going to love or that we're going to want, want to sit through <laughs> sometimes. So throw at us some suggestions as to like being like, you guys should do this, you know, yeah. and if it's something that we don't have saved for a special event or anything, we'll do it, you know? Um, and if you're in the Southern California area and you want to come on the show and bring it with you, we'll do it that way. Yeah. Like there's so many opportunities for you guys to be a part of this and make this uh, grow into something more than it even is already. So reach out to us uh, is the point of that. Bombs Away Show at all social media. That just about does it. Uh, stay tuned next week as we tackle a double feature uh, phenomenon from 1986-1987 from the Disney Channel. Uh, Mr. Boogity and the Bride of Boogity. Uh, can't wait to finally do this one. <laughs> it's, It'll be fun. It's a rough one, let me tell you, folks. Uh, but in a fun way. Uh, yeah. For all you nostalgic, uh, especially you Disney nerds out there, uh, you either remember this fondly or I recommend you dive right into it. Mr. Boogity, if you want to get ready for that episode, is on our YouTube now. As well. So that's it. That's. That's it. I'm, I don't have a catchphrase for this. Not either. Um, I'm Jonathan. I'm Jared. <laughs> and I'm the Bride of Frankenstein. My name is Rockula, and I'm gonna take a new prisoner. Later in the day, I got nothing to do. I'm gonna buy a car, maybe I'll buy a one too, baby. If you need money, baby, I got a stack. I just tell all your friends that the king is back. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a dude. 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 Yeah, I'm a little bit of a d
John here from the Bonds Away Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about what we always wind up talking to you about, the Frida Cinema. But there's a reason. It's not only our home, but it's an amazing venue. Now, I know what you're asking. What is the Frida Cinema? Well, it's a program of the Long Beach Cinematique here in California, and it serves Santa Ana and neighboring communities as a non-profit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. Now, how does it do that? Well, I'll tell you. It has amazing director series such as Martin Scorsese or Mel Brooks. Oh my god, when's the last time you saw a Mel Brooks movie on the big screen? Young Frankenstein, High Anxiety, Blazing Saddles? There's so much! Or what about Lloyd Kaufman, which has amazing films that we'll be doing on this podcast such as Toxic Avenger or Class of Newcomb High? Or how about Friday Night Freakouts presented by OC Weekly? That is something that we do here every Friday night. And we're talking about crazy sci-fi or horror or just off-the-wall things such as the 70s musical The Apple or how about Hackers or Lost Boys or Child's Play. These are the kind of movies that screen here. And what if those aren't your thing? What about anime? Well, we have the huge hit Your Name that just came out. What about the classic Akira? Yes, Akira was screened here with subtitles or without subtitles, your choice. What about if anime's not your thing? How about double features such as Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead? And you can't really be an art house cinema without getting those kind of indie feature films such as Moonlight, which was Academy Award winner, best film right here before it was even nominated it was right here or what about the void which is on netflix or just amazing cinema and it's all right here for more information about the frida showtimes location everything film and entertainment go to thefridacinema.org or follow them on facebook at facebook.com thefridacinema or on instagram and twitter at the Frida Cinema. The Frida Cinema. It's for the filmmakers. It's for the film goers. It's for you.
This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.